0: The Lori and Julia
1: Show, My Talk 1071 Everything entertainment We're streaming at mytalk
0: 1071com We're also on the My Talk app And it is Monday Hour 1, Monday's program You know, we're just doing our thing here
3: In time and space
1: reality yeah. oh, well, yeah. I, yeah. Well, yeah.
3: I was talking i thought my mic was, hot oh, I was yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're just
1: babbling babbling ah. away babbling well i know julia and i have the same weekend claim to fame although mine b- might be slightly different from hers. so we'll start with you holly you got <laughs> oh. one oh. that's an understatement well <laughs> did the same thing i do every weekend all right groundhog <laughs> weekend
0: groundhog weekend at least you got to get outside a little bit but man was it swampy
1: it was oh. it was swassy yeah so julia what we would you say your weekend and my weekend claim to fame was it? The well, we had a
3: shower. I had a golf tournament. I had a busy weekend. It was lovely. We had a shower for our niece yesterday, and um, it started to rain the minute we set up. Yeah, and it was one of those like should we keep it in the tent? We had to move it to a garage. It was
1: a garage shower. It was. Who's been to a garage shower? Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of people have had shower or had gatherings in garages in mm-hmm. this time. Graduations, you certainly well, see in a garage. You're right. And you're right about that. I mean, I don't know. I thought you were going to yell at me. You yelled at I, me so much yesterday. I, Did you get it all out of me? Oh, Lori's yeah. worthless. is a taskmaster. Lori is worthless. Julia, you, how am I worthless? I was the bartender. I no, set up there the was, garbage There cans. was one
3: drink, okay, for the bartender to make. Okay, But still, I was okay. practicing
1: safe COVID, cleaning everyone's hands, cleaning my hands. Everyone felt very safe about my bartending stuff. Okay, So I made all the food. <laughs> I got all the, par- all the tables, Julia, all the chairs. I bought the croissants and I bought the chicken stuff at Costco. And I assembled. Okay, yes, you did. But you had help. Your sister. No, she didn't do any of those. Oh, she didn't. Well, no. you were in a hurry.
3: <laughs> oh, God. Ho- Holly. I'm just going to say something. If you throw a party and you need a bartender to make the one drink, call <laughs> oh, Lori. i <I'm> real lady. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we show up yesterday and it's, the whole thing is just wanting to make it pretty because it's just such a weird year and, you know, wanting and it had to, to be outside. And it had to be outside because of, and everyone had to wear a mask and which, you know, everyone was fine doing mm-hmm. and it was great, but I just want to make this really lovely for our niece. And I have bought these little poofs. <laughs> Flower, poofs. they're just the poofs. Well, Ma- well, define a poof. It's just a little flower paper, ball. Mache, ball. No, it's a tissue paper, and you buy it, and it's flat, and you just kind of start pulling things out, and it turns into a poofy round flower ball. Oh, to decorate the table. Yes, yeah. to decorate the trees that we were making and different things and hang from the ceiling. And I give one to Lori, and I am sweating. <laughs> I have no makeup on. I um, have been cooking <laughs> since eight a.m. and the night before, and decorating, going around getting tables and delivered. Blah, blah, blah. And so, Lori, That's true. you did a lot more work than I did. I did 98 a, a percent. You bought the croissants and the chicken salad that I assembled. Um, yeah, I
1: was good for money. Not even. Yeah. You still owe a lot more. Yeah, I know. But, but I'm good for the money. But that doesn't matter. <laughs> OK. Not good but for so the So I'm work.
3: going crazy and I'm sweating and then I'm trying to. My brother doesn't have a bowl to make whipped cream in. And so I'm trying to not damage the bottom of his pan. So I'm holding my beaters up, making whipped cream in the air, kind of, so it wouldn't touch the bottom for something we're making and assembling. And I asked Lori, Lori, just do this proof. She looks at me. Oh, there were like seven of them. There, you, you wouldn't even do one. She's like, I'm not good at that. I can't do this stuff. Why would you ask me to do this? This We don't need this. We don't need decorations. What are we doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I just looked at her and I'm like, Ugh, go away. I ripped it <laughs> immediately. But anyway, the dollar store, question. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to give a props to the dollar store. The dollar, there's a store that everything really is a dollar. It's not dollar general. I think it's dollar tree. Right. Boy, mm-hmm. you can get so much stuff done in there. Yeah. If you're hosting a party yeah, or yeah, cards yeah. or anything, it's well, kind you, of amazing what they have.
1: You did a very good job. Well, we had a pretty I was, thing. I was happy for my, I was heavy on the SECO.
3: Oh, gosh. Again, we're back. So the bartender I, 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 was
1: sampling. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Julia was very clever. She made this delicious, your delicious dessert. I forget what it's called. It's like a poppy seed cake with a custard
3: layer and a whipped cream layer. It's amazing. Oh.
1: It's really amazing because I was like, just buy the damn cake. You know, and Julia's <laughs> like, no, I'm getting this. But she put all the little desserts in a little cup with your own little utensil. Oh. Oh, and we wrapped leave. all
3: the silver so no one had to touch anything things. we
1: had people leave their plates and yeah. i did i served the pasta salad the slippery those little pasta look i served it. that okay, i was a server
3: it. okay did you have the party tongs? Yes, <laughs> <had my> <laughs> <tongue. laughs> yes i had my party <laughs> so, Holly, you remember how lori loves those party tongs so much and talked about them a couple weeks ago Yep. I'm that is like at the bottom of every single list right now because yeah. we're trying to put the tables together and do right. everything else. And like, I brought the tongs. I've got the tongs, <laughs> and I put them in my bag. And she goes, "We're not using them." And I said, "We don't need them." I put other things in it, so we don't need. Oh, Julia, they're so cute. Why can't <laughs> cute. we use the tongs? We I use I the need tongs. A cocktail. I use the tongs for cocktail. the ice.
1: I did use oh, the you that drive as, me crazy as a bartender. You drive me crazy, but
3: it was funny. Anyway, we had a fun. It was a fun... It felt normal for some reason yesterday, having an outdoor happy event. Everyone wore the mask, but it yep. was... It just felt like a nice... It, well, it
1: was an event. We had a benchmark. We had something to do. We had a benchmark. We'd yes. It was a thing.
3: I think that was it. It yeah. wasn't like every other day. It what? was really fun. It okay, really but I have to tell you, so on Thursday... Um, we were talking about wanting to have face masks that you could have a drink in. So you could go to bar- parties and bars and stuff. And how would you do it? And we t- figured out the word was a grommet and have electric, you know, have an elastic opening. Well, did someone hear us? Someone did. The playshopinc.com now is selling. They're out of Savage, Minnesota. They heard they're called Safe Sipper Mask. Oh,
0: they're and amazing.
3: So they're darling and they're masks, Hallie, with the yeah. little Velcro. Oh, yeah. So you, you can close yourself off from the germs, but you have a little spot for your straw. I wish we would have had these yesterdays, but I think these are going to go off the shelf. If you want, it's the, how play, do we get them? the playshopinc.com. Angie, Katie, and Kim, they all signed their name. They were listening oh. to the replay on Saturday and heard us. But how, should we just it? go to the playshop? Theplayshop.com. Theplayshop.com and order it.
0: Oh
1: my gosh! Well, perfect. I oh love my. it.
3: Isn't that perfect? So good. Okay, we're gonna love these, and they have little. You know, they're really cute, and they're all COVID safe. They have all the
1: safe stuff in them. Thank you, ladies. I know and That's they what sent I us two. That's what I thought. How about can we talk about the storm of the century oh. last night? Oh. Thunder and lightning and rain. Did you were you able to fall asleep? Well, I fell asleep, but then I woke up. Oh, Same. again. I again. mean again i i didn't fall asleep till like two thirty in the morning casey just slept through the whole thing i'm what? like it, it was so huge it was so huge and it was so long it was it was. and the lightning was <laughs> l- the sky i was just like holy <laughs> hell I, I think there was some statistic cause somebody locally here a weather person said that there was a lightning strike every one to two seconds well yeah,
3: it was for like hours it yeah. felt like and they had like you know, huge, huge hail things. I heard the hail come, but we I did didn't too. have the huge
1: stuff. Ours ours sounded like they were, you know, like maybe mothball size. Right. They Gumballs. were clinking. Yeah. But, but they weren't the, the softballs. Like that they that always they getting... get out west. Yeah. But no, that was really an incredible storm. And I was just like, okay, this must be setting some kind of record for thunder and lightning and rain. To keep yes. going, yes, going, yes, going yes. for continuous, like yes. two or three hours.
3: Was something.
1: I just felt bad for all the, what? you know. We well, needed
3: the rain. We needed. You no, know, I know so we need the
1: rain, but I always feel bad for like uh, dogs and animals oh, and stuff yeah. that get so freaked out over because it was just so, just never stopped. Yeah. You'd have to turn your like classical music or something up loud to your sound
3: machine. Yeah, your I fan, guess. your wind machine. By the way, your turbo. It, uh, the Jet claim, engine the, machine inside your home. The yes. claim to
1: fame for St. Paul yesterday was a bear was spotted. <gasps> at River Road right down by St. Thomas. Stop. On Summit. Stop. Oh. Yes. No, no,
3: that is not a good claim to fame. No, I Did know. Did it but swim I'm just... down the shores? Did it float down from somewhere?
1: Don't know. A jogger reported seeing it rambling around at oh. 8 a.m.
3: Oh. Okay, what are you supposed to do if you see a bear? You don't start running and push over your friends. We covered this in Random <laughs> Thoughts. Right? On Thursday, you back away. You make some noise, and, and don't you, look at it. And don't look at it, and kind of walk backwards or forwards in a diagonal away from it. Oh yeah, yeah. We actually that, might need that advice. I, oh <laughs> that <laughs> exactly. is scary. now? Doesn't that ruin it for you? Wanting to go on? A, I mean, that always. I don't like knowing bears are that close in the city. Yeah, exactly. I feel right. like
1: there was a bear spotting downtown St. Paul at there one was, point. By one, Union, Depot. Union Depot, a bear had run in. They're getting all disoriented, looking for their berries. Why aren't they up north? Well, Julia, we've got woodland around here. Yeah, maybe they can live in. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Hey, Julia, that's a little Alicia Keys, and you were so busy with all your things this week and cooking and doing all the actual work. And I mean that sincerely. I know. You You might have missed the news that Alicia Keys signed a deal with Elf Cosmetics. Oh, she did. I'm thinking it must be skincare. Because she doesn't wear makeup anymore. She
3: doesn't wear anything. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. But but they do but they have, have some, some fun sheer, skincare, yes. Um H D things for yeah. whenever people start
1: doing they have nice primers th- for your right. skin. It would they've be got good the best blotters. Yeah, they got really great blotters. Is that the one that you showed me that yeah, you have? Yeah, that's you love? an elf blotter. Oh gosh. And, and they're, they're cheap.
3: cheap. Yeah. ELF they're so cheap, so that's a yeah. good cheap. <laughs> Drugstore stuff, love it. Yeah, drugstore we, makeup.
1: Holly and Brittany and I all were like, "Yeah, we like that Elf stuff." Yeah, use the vitamin C serum. Yes, nice. you do. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. You know, you're on a budget, and like, it's just anyway. So I think that's a good partnership. But that's what Alicia is doing now. The other thing that's happening tomorrow, and we've been getting these stories that some people present. What is today? Uh, today is August tenth, Monday. Okay. It's my Monday phone the 10th. blew
3: up. This morning.
1: Sorry to hear that. I
3: know. I downgraded the new Apple iOS thing.
1: You did, you you it downloaded just, it? Yep. And it blew up your phone. Mm-hmm. That's what Apple plans. So you <laughs> have to get a new phone. So
3: just warning if when you're doing do the those new big one. Upgrades. And it now it has, it bleeps green every once in it a while. It happens
1: all the time. This is how they get you to get a new phone. <laughs> it's, called it's planned I don't obsolescent even, I don't even own this phone yet. No, I and don't. I'm
3: so, I'm like, okay, because it's now I'm crippled. I couldn't even. You can't do anything without your damn phone.
1: Who knows really the number? Kind of you know your number, my number. You know a handful of phone numbers I know, anymore. My dad, my mom's. Mine. My dad's <laughs>
3: <laughs> alive anymore. Do you know your I, kids anymore? I tried to memorize them, and then I. <laughs> no, no. I've sent
1: emails to a couple people. All right. So tomorrow, August eleventh, is yes. the date that "Finding Freedom," the book that Omid oh. Scobie, who's the royal. Uh, He's a royal correspondent for GMA and also Harper's Bazaar. And then Carolyn Durand was his co-author on this book, Finding Freedom. And we've had all kinds of little excerpts and little bits of stories that have taken out. But the book comes out tomorrow. And um, finally, we've only been hearing about it forever. I googled the book. Six hundred million Things pop up, and they're all Harry and Meghan related. Well, the book is about them,
3: Lord. No, so but amazing. I'm just saying. <laughs> but six
1: hundred million people That's are
3: serious. Over, still... that,
1: I mean, it's such a huge yeah. amount of uh, interest in this book, and I was really excited that Obed Scobie. I I don't know why he's just my favorite of the royal correspondence, and he's, than Keir.
3: Simmons. Well, I love Keir I Simmons too.
1: too, but Omed Scobie has had—he's been doing it for. He's a been, had more of a pipeline yep. in, to the Harry and Meghan. Mm-hmm. He's got some dish. So here we've got and uh, um, a little bit from Obed
0: Scobie about the book and how it came together and all of that. Why so abruptly? Why couldn't they have done this in a way that was a little more deliberate and? in some minds maybe more respectful.
2: They had no choice other than to leave because they both knew that it wasn't going to continue should they just carry on as they were. Royal
0: correspondent and ABC News contributor Omid Scobie says he's hoping his new book, Finding Freedom, will finally offer a true picture of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. The book seems to tell their story almost in their voices. Did they give their approval? Did they somehow weigh in?
2: I know there's a lot of speculation about the couple having sort of given secret interviews for the book and having weighed in, but it really couldn't be further from the truth.
1: Okay, so mm-hmm. and so because that has always been the thing. Now I think in this next one they talk he talks about.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner.
0: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because
0: they interviewed over 100 people. I think that's this next Oh, one. okay. The book he co-authored he says is based on 100 interviews with those who know Harry and Megan best, close friends and even Buckingham Palace aides. There was such excitement about this couple and what they stood for in the modernity of the uh, monarchy. When did things take a turn?
2: I think we've had a series of ups and downs with the couple. We only need to look back in those very early days of Harry's relationship with Meghan around November 2016 when he issued that statement, uh, lambasting sections of the media for racist and misogynistic reporting. The
0: harsh British tabloids, he says, were largely to blame for Prince Harry's frustrations and ultimate desire to leave royal life. And race, he says, was no small factor, with jabs often aimed at Harry's biracial wife. Do you boil this down to a racial issue or was it really more complicated than that?
2: In terms of ticking those boxes that may ruffle feathers within an ancient institution such as that of the monarchy, she had really ticked all of them. The race did play a role. I myself have also had moments uh, as a biracial royal correspondent within the institution. I'll never forget the moment uh, an aide or a senior aide uh, close to the Queen said to me, I never would have expected you to speak like that. And it's some that level of ignorance, I think, that perhaps made it very difficult for Megan.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's interesting mm-hmm. too, because it, it has always been bizarre to me that this was uh, that people were ever in denial. Like I remember when you were gone in June, and I did the show with Stephanie, and she was just so in denial that Meghan Markle had been treated differently than any mm-hmm. other woman. And I'm like, this is. And I say this not as any small thing, but I mean, in, in our years of gossip watching, which is now 18 and we've always followed the Royals, it was incredible the pile on that happened with yeah. Meghan Markle because she is a biracial woman and American to, you know, yes. um, sw- you know, slash against strikes her. against mm-hmm. her or whatever, because... Um, uh, you know, the British establishment just did not know what to do when right. their when their prince fell for an American princess who happens to be oh, by biracial.
3: And and she, then the and then the big newspaper that's part of their royal newspaper group, the Roda or whatever, um, is exposing their dad and getting her dad to Against his daughter and doing all these other things and playing the whole family against each other, that was so manipulative. When you look back at it, <sighs> how they played her step sister, half sister, whatever, half sister, and her father against her, and how and pain for and the interviews for and helping and, them. And how even to do though it. their relationship was not strong, which we know, it doesn't mean that you still get to meddle. Like get that. to med- I mean, that was really meddling. Y- yeah, it really was, and I and it made her look so bad. I mean, it made her right. look, and so that's, uncomfortable so you can Imagine You married and then you made my dad look like a fool. Yeah. Maybe I knew it on the down low, but you made everyone in the world know it, you know? Right, right. How embarrassing. All right, listen,
1: when we come back, we've just got a little bit uh, more with a uh, couple more things from Omid Scobie about the book Finding uh, Freedom. Just a couple little juicy nuggets. And then we've also got somebody on Tic Tac, TikTok. Tac, Tic Tac. We're going to eat Tic Tacs. We'll be back. We'll be back. Hey everybody, it's Monday. We're here. We're here for you. Julie's here. Holly's here. I'm here. And we're so happy to be here. Aren't we? It's something to do.
3: (laughs) Yeah, right. It's just the weirdest world we're living in today, Uh, but yeah. Yeah,
1: I know. It's a Monday. Thanks
3: for everybody who's hanging out with us. uh, We really appreciate it. It's been a crazy time and I know everyone's going through it. People don't even know what their kids are going to school. I mean... Yeah,
1: no, I mean, yesterday when it, like, started raining and it, the skies, and I was like, this is classic 2020. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, the lightning and everything? They, no, just the weather, like, oh, right and an shower. hour before the shower. Oh, no, it was, yeah. Just, I was like, it's classic 2020, mm-hmm. but then it did clear and, you know, it was all of that, but... Right. Okay, so going back to uh, this raining book... Raining on our parade, you mean? Yeah, Raining our, on mm-hmm. our parade. Um, the Finding Freedom book about... Uh, uh, Harry and Meghan, written by Omid Scobie and uh, Carolyn Durand. And um, can I ask
3: you something, Lauren? Yeah. Why
1: are they saying that they had nothing to do with this book? They did not personally sit down for any okay. interviews,
3: but they allowed access to friends. Do you think? Or? I don't. I think I don't know if we
1: have the clip, but okay. Omid says. The people we spoke to were close, close enough to this inner circle okay. that they would have they, only spoken to us with the permission, blessing, whatever you okay. want to call it. From okay, got it. Here Harry and Megan. Okay. And it's actually, you know, a smart PR thing because, you know, that was always one of Megan's things. She's like, what do you mean I can't cor- correct all these vile lying things that sure. are being said about me? And yeah. they're like, oh, that's not how it's done. We don't. Right.
3: Never complain, never we, explain.
1: And we only clap back at stuff that's true. Right. And there none of this is true. Okay. So we say
0: nothing. And she's like, What? Okay, so let's play the next cut from GMA, please. The prince opening up about racial inequality from his home in California in an online talk with Rashad Robinson, head of a civil rights organization, Color of Change. So we have to go to the to the root of the problem, to the source of the problem, and actually fix it there. And as we've discussed before. It's going to take every single one of us. This is not down to the black community. Before he could speak his mind so freely, the prince was coping with family strife, the authors say, offering intimate details into the royal family drama, notably the reported falling out between William and Harry.
2: I felt it was important to really dive into this in the book is because we had seen Meghan and Kate really blamed for almost driving a wedge between that. They're both men in their 30s, and Harry not wanting to play that role of sort of the young, more subservient brother anymore. Do
0: Megan and Kate get along? Did they get along?
2: These are two women that really have very little in common. I think being a newcomer and knowing that Kate was once a newcomer, I think there are times where she, from speaking to sources, knew that Megan felt that she could have or needed a little bit more support from Kate and didn't get it in some of those important moments.
1: So, you know, and and you can totally see that because the one thing that keeps coming out, I mean, and I don't know if pe- if people realize it, but the, and he said it in one of his first clips, it's thousand, thousands year old monarchy yeah. and it's yeah. run, it's run though, like a blue chip company. It's so ingrained right. what they have going on. And nothing is written really down, so to speak, to give to somebody new into the family, and that's why it is one of the hardest families to marry into. And when William and I, I we won't, we don't have Omed talking about this. It wasn't so much that they were
3: William having and
1: William and Harry were oh. having a rift because William said, "Hey, slow down with this," uh, you know actress or whatever, you know, he said, or whatever, you know, just be careful. It was more because Harry had already, he'd been in therapy. He'd been doing the work to get, to be a better man. So when he met Meghan Marco, he was just at the right time sure. of his life to meet somebody who intellectually was the man, you know, he was like, they were gaga for how each other looked. Yep. So they had the lust. So I almost said it was more like Harry's like, I've been doing this work on myself, William. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for this step in yeah. my life. So that was it more than anything. A okay. more resentful. And we can see that any of us have siblings. We hate being told what to do by one of our siblings. Oh, Don't we? Nope. Yeah. Especially by four other. Yeah. four yeah. of them. <laughs> right, but one four right. it doesn't yes, matter 100%. It it's just never sets well with you, so it wasn't anything per Megan per se, but um i I just think uh you know that he, I mean he was in therapy, he was figuring out his life, doing different things, so anyway, but we got one more cut.
0: Is the story of Kate breaking down in tears at the wedding and <laughs> Megan being very difficult? Is that true
2: when I spoke to the people who were actually there and involved. The first thing they all said was, well, there were no tears.
0: So that story is not true.
2: Couldn't be further from the truth. Meghan and Harry going to be remembered in history? History will remember them as a couple that were perhaps failed by the institution of the monarchy where there was this chance to have a woman of colour, an American woman of colour in the House of Windsor representing the monarchy just as much as her husband. That was a chance to, for the royal family to have diversity, inclusivity and representation in a way that no other moment in their lives could have brought and for them to not have harnessed that is something that I'm sure historians will be looking at for years to come
1: and, and i because i agree with them no comment from right don't mm-hmm. you i mean because here they had this chance yeah. of making the monarchy one of the fustiest institution be progressive and diverse in one swoop with a prince that everybody loved yeah i know and they, they flubbed it up they fl- they flubbed it up and we know change is scary But come on. I mean, and Mm -hmm. I do think he's right about that, that that will be kind of one of the things. And another thing that's coming out in the book is how many times George and Amal make appearances. These guys, they're like a... They hang out. They're a foursome. Yes. They make several appearances. It was Amal Clooney who arranged the jet for uh, Megan. To go to the shower. The baby shower. Mm -hmm. And also... um, Um, They hang out with them at Lake Como, they hang out with them at their English estate and the role the Clooney's played at the wedding reception Mm -hmm. and that. And now she's doing
3: and in Hollywood, she's doing Pilates with Adele. Yeah, do you know that? Yeah, they're hanging out doing Pilates. Yeah, so good
1: good circle of friends. Yeah, they really, they really do. Who are you going to read the book? Let's just get to it. uh, Ah, you know, I have to read my Andre Leon chiffon trenches book. I feel like I'm reading all the stuff that's coming out about this book. I don't need to. I'm going to read every excerpt that's. I mean, it's been excerpted, Ollie. What would we say in like
3: six hundred million times? I believe yeah. you told us at the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm. The report of the report is sufficient. Yeah, I, I feel, I feel like, getting he's in very much in contact with his dad. His dad is giving emotional and financial support. Yes, I he, loved
3: that headline. Yeah, that made me laugh.
1: Well, that's in the book. Uh huh. That is in the book. That is confirmed. They are rock solid, very close. He's made it clear they can come back to the family whenever they want. Right. Okay. So that's that's going that's going on. And then over on TikTok, okay? So this is the new confessional. It's the new place where people are spilling the tea on people they can't stand in Hollywood because we had uh, Do you think it's just
3: because it's kind of more geared to a younger generation? Who who the hell knows, but I'm here for it. All right, who's spilling the tea? Okay, the tea is being Dear spilled Here TikTok.
1: Yeah, dear TikTok, it's the little uh, it's um it's a former Hollywood stylist who worked as um in the business for from 2008 to 2017. Okay, so a long long time, time. and she created several confessionals in which she names some of the worst people to work with, and okay, give it to us. Okay, so first of all, she said Marissa Tomei was uh, late, rude, and very particular. She, um, I'm not
3: surprised by that at all. You're not? No,
1: I'm not. She ate her breakfast of yogurt and granola while she was getting styled, not really caring about where anything fell. And she returned lots of items. And even though Marissa is one of her favorite actresses, she said she's a 5 out of a 10 because she gave her a break jennifer lopez she gave a one out of a ten she did not like working with jayla imagine Lori. she said uh, you're not allowed to look at her and ah. she said there's a reason why she can't keep the same costume or seamstress remember when and remember when her makeup artist <laughs> changed and
3: she was in that mint phase when she was with ben affleck and yes. we were going crazy yes we're like why would someone do that awful makeup on her but so she keeps going through them yeah
1: Okay. Okay, so there's that. Catherine Heigl. one. It, that's very low, Laurie. Oh, yeah, that's, that's low. She and Catherine Heigl got ones. Okay. Um, that's another person she's breathing fire at. Tamron said, uh, if 2020 was a career in her TikTok, it would be Catherine Heigl. Oh. <laughs> that's good. Friends of mine who, uh, have worked on... Sat with her in photo shoots and told me she is extremely difficult and always mad. We knew that, Mm -hmm. and her mom is always with her, with her bitchy, resting mouth too. Yeah, and Jessica Alba is not nice. But honestly, honestly, not nice. (laughs) Oh, good one, Joy. We see that. We see that. And then also, wait a minute. Let's just pause here for a second, Mm -hmm. okay? Jessica Alba, not she's not nice. Okay, you know what that means. She's a bitch. Right. Thank you, Julia. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, but not all, she said her favorite celebrities are Jon Stewart, George Clooney, and Carrie Underwood, who she said is the sweetest woman on the planet. She's a 10 out of a 10. Um, well, I think she looks a- you in the eyes. She says, thank you, please, and have a good day. Ariel Winter is really uh, uh nice Selena Gomez is a ten out of a ten. She acknowledges you, thanks you for making her look good, blah blah. I mean, blah. the worst two there were Katherine Heigl and J Lo. Yep, they both got ones. Not surprising.
3: No for either. Of them. I'm not surprised at all. Wow.
1: Yeah. But of course you would like t- working
3: with John Stewart and George Clooney. They're two guys that are much easier to style than women. And but they're it funny isn't guys that, but it's but
1: kindness. It's kindness. Yeah, I it's agree. how people if they're being you know people, rude people, it's karma. For the people she's, that now, I'm okay that she's stuck with a Rod, right? <laughs> yeah, because I don't think it has anything to do with it's a no. guy or no. a gal or not, but just you know, are they night? Are they do they see you? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Listen, it is time to go. When we come back, this song has uh, hit the charts, climbed the charts, 39 years after it's been released, and is a huge hit thanks to this one video. Okay, Julia. Yes, you are. I feel like only you were only gone one
3: day that you missed a few little fun nuggets. Did
1: I? What I missed. Well, I we really got a kick out of the viral video of the of these uh two guys, these two brothers. Um, they're 2 22 2-year-olds um um from Gary, Indiana, and they've been filming themselves hearing old music for the first time. But the thing that put them viral, which is now made this song um, get in the top five on iTunes okay. this weekend was when they listened to Phil Collins in the air tonight. Just, they are so, they've never heard of any of these songs. Sure. And How I cute don't know that? who's picking them out. It's just such a great idea. But yeah, their viral video, because they were just blown away, like, Probably we all were the first time we heard that song. If we think about it, oh, yeah, when the drums drop at that moment, moment, it's just like bam, you know, (laughs) kind of like the first time you hear Dark Side of the Moon. Oh yeah. You, you know when you hear that like hello, that that hello. Ex- Is there anybody out? There? I want these guys <laughs> to
3: not listen if to can that. you hear me? Is um, there anybody home?
1: But they're really on Friday and Saturday alone that song sold over 14,000 copies. It's number
3: 7 right now on Apple. Yeah.
1: Mhm. And the Williams brothers, they're kind of like uh w- Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World, because they Mm -hmm. are sweetly hilarious. They're discovering Whitney and Prince and Frank Sinatra and Dolly Parton. And they haven't even gotten to the Stones and Aretha yet that I know of. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't know if MTV is doing programming, but I hope they get a good agent. who watches out for them because they
3: really how fun. I know it. We just need, I was saying to Lori, well, it's such a good idea, and it's so clever.
1: So clever, totally. so funny. We could be two old ladies listening to rap. Well, they've been doing it. They've had <laughs> this channel for well over a year. Yeah. yeah, they've been just poking along. So, okay, so, uh, and that was posted on last Friday's link. And then uh, Janelle Monet, as long as we're on the music uh, thing, she is covering Shape Magazine, and she... We've posted it. She, do you know what painting she's recreating with the cover? No. Let me see it. Okay. I'll show it to you. We have it posted. I can't see it her. All right. Just tell me. Holly, do you know what painting she's recreating with that cover on shape? Well, it looked like where she, st- she the birth of Venus. That's a little, it. A little Botticelli. That's exactly yeah. it. She um, she was gorgeous. She yeah, it's really yeah. gorgeous, and it's the shapes women run the world issue. But she's talking about you know her movies coming out, Antebellum.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's sep- a scary one
1: in September, and uh, she just said uh, she hopes the the horror movie Antebellum will bring on uncomfortable conversations about racism because she says. Discomfort is part of everyone's reality right now. White people are feeling discomfort. Black people are feeling it. And it's time for us to get uncomfortable and have the conversation. It's a great interview. We just love her. She's great. She really is. But anyway, it's a cool cover. Madonna. Her record label. Her deal is <laughs> Look, over with Interscope. Just
3: whenever you even say your I know name, it. I'm just I wondering... Brace ourselves, we brace ourselves. I really am, but there is some exciting Madonna news. Okay, so what tell me what's up with the record company?
1: She had a 10 year deal with Interscope, and Roger Freeman said it's 10 years of not selling records, CDs, (laughs) downloads, or streams, but it was always a 10 year deal, and it's not uncommon for an older artist. Oh God, I to love be them. dropped
3: but look at lori look at lori f- doing all the excuses
1: right now but julia you can't hear any leg and i'll put madonna in legacy category legacy artists do not get played on top 40 radio fine they Agreed. don't it doesn't matter what they put out they won't get played they're on the oldies they're on the disco they're on whatever channel but they just they just don't and so um, what's interesting They're on
3: the disco channel, you know, that one, yeah, Holly. I know, no, I do. You know there it's right, mm-hmm. right next to studio
1: 54. It's a great channel. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's it, a good it one. is So anyway, she could, um, what she could do is cause she hasn't done box sets. She hasn't done anniversary packages.
3: She did the Immaculate co- Collection, but that the, was just a CD.
1: That was five years into her I career. And both- she did one greatest hit CD that was called Celebration. Yes. And that's it. She's not done any of that, and she could do that. She could find lost recordings. Hello, Paul McCartney, Rolling Stones. been doing that, Yeah. Um, and so maybe she'll do a, a distribution deal with Warner Brothers, because they have her biggest catalog. But there's... No money for new Madonna music, and on Friday, she posted on her Instagram. <laughs> he like, so far, so that upset. she did. There
3: is no money. Yeah. Well, there I isn't. Be honest, because I kind of felt I know you guys are gonna just really be upset about this. I don't know if I should say it.
1: Then for sure you have to say okay.
3: It. okay. <laughs> the you know Prince put out an album every year at the end, mm-hmm. and some of them I just didn't. Because you right. wouldn't get any radio playtime, you didn't have any. Again, any he's time. a legacy yeah, artist, and, you and never, his stuff and so is So you paid. couldn't get used to any of it, and it would be like another new album, and then another. You know what I mean? So I was kind of like. And that's
1: why Madonna copied Prince, and she included her Madam XCD with ticket sales for her he thing because people just uh, don't buy not, the CDs. No, they're not. No, not they don't. Own. Anyway, so but on Friday she did an Insta where she said. No YouTube, no Facebook, no Twitter, no this, no that. Just me and thirty five dollars, for what? For her career. It's just letting us know. And I just said, I just wish she would just done me and thirty five dollars. I mean, because what is the point of pointing out stuff that wasn't even around? She's right. Madonna. it. You don't even need to do that.
3: Right. Ugh.
1: Oh, she's just. Saying. I just want to take oh. her. Well, let me tell you what she tell her to do something. She is doing something, okay. and so she
3: posted a photo of her in those. Great looking grandma glasses that she likes to wear. <laughs> and it said on Instagram, what do you do when you're stuck? You write a screenplay with Diablo Cody. Oh, is she doing that? Yeah, Are they about, working
1: together? About her? We about, don't know. We don't know. We don't know.
3: Well, huh? I, I, if you're stuck and you can like hook up with a famous, you know.
1: I think, too, she means she's stuck because she's recuperating from knee surgery or whatever. Well, you I know, think we're
3: she, all stuck in one place right Yeah, now.
1: that's true. Sure we are. I think it might be a lot of different things. Yeah, I suppose. But you don't think she's... Yeah. Well, I feel like Madonna is one of these... She can go, you she know... She can do whatever she she's wants. She's got access to a so private that, plane. So that, instead
3: of her daily Dear Diary things that yeah. were driving you crazy earlier in the Vira,
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, she, now she's going to at least do something different.
1: She's working with a good writer. Mm-hmm. You know what we don't have to put up with? Here's a plus for the summer of COVID, of August. We do not have to put up with any... Jelly feelings about all the people that are in Positano and Capri and on their yachts and in the south of Italy and doing all that because they're not there. We and can't neither go there. You're... I know. but we That right. was that would always oh, be yeah. like, oh, look at all those. They, they're just all... Oh, frolicking in you know, the yeah. water. Fro- Heidi Klum yes. and going to green. We don't, we are not having to see that. We're not exposed. We're not mm-hmm. having any vacation jealousy happening. No, I mean, you can go to Mexico or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, Caribbean islands, but you're not going to see people frolicking in, in a country unless they're like not from the United States or they've got dual citizenship sure. like Tom and Rita Hanks. Now have disorders. Greek citizenship, so they can go to Greece. <laughs> Jeez. Post Malone has to buy; he has to go to Utah to buy kegs for uh, his compound that he, you know, because he lives in Utah. Oh, so he leaves Utah to he buy leaves, them? Well, he yeah. Because oh, yeah, so what would be would the point know? of buying a keg? Then I'll
3: never t- forget when the first time I went to Park City, and you had to buy like a, a little license. A, a license or a little- to membership. Go. Membership. The bars sold memberships, and then everything came in a mini bottle. Yes, so you could never get a strong pour. No. <laughs> you no, remember? And you'd have to buy like a twenty dollars membership to get in anywhere. Yeah, to get a drink, it was so bizarre. But, but Post is
1: working on a music in lockdown, getting kegs good. in Las Vegas, and feeling and turning around and driving back. Well, he's feeling very creative and vibey. That's what I got from the interview I read about, I like it, from Wall Street Journal magazine. All right, listen, we will be back.